0: These days so many people wind up becoming offended over what can often be seen as really trivial things. To them it's of big importance, but to everybody else around them it's just it's a really trivial matter. How do you stop being offended? If you're one who finds yourself, you know, offended by this, that and you you know, your great your granddad saying hi to you and the way that he says hi to you all of a sudden offends you and and stuff, how do you stop being offended? We're going to be talking about that this week on episode 197 of The Relaxed Male. This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week, helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to the Relaxed Mail. I am your host, Brian, and I am a certified men's coach that assists men who are just neck deep in the suffering of their life. Men who are going through either things like the divorce or, some, or financial crisis of some sort, or even just men who are just suffering and slogging through their day-to-day life. How do you overcome that? Life can come as fast, and sometimes we become so overwhelmed that we just we don't know what to do with ourselves. And I help these men get to the root of their suffering, help them step back, relax, so they can actually enjoy their life. And In each episode, we look at what it takes to change how you look at life, how you approach life, so that you can actually become better, stronger, more successful on the other side without all that playing the victim stuff. And I want to say thanks guys. thanks so much for stopping by listening hearing if you're doing live stream or streaming over at uh over on on YouTube today and just seeing if we can get any any type of attraction just messing around with stuff is what I'm wanting to do with that but I wanted to wanna today just wanted to talk about you know. What it takes to be offended. Why do we get so offended? And what's what's it about? How can we change that sense of being offended? And before I jump in there, I want to say, uh, if you're noticing a better sound, if you're noticing things are not sounding quite the same as the, what they used to, I want to say Thank you to Rich Chelson. He is a good friend of mine and a listener to the show. And he sent over a uh a, a roadcaster, uh road procaster and I I'm having fun with this thing. I've been messing around with it for the past oh, I don't know past three, four, four hours, just seeing what it can do, what it can't do, what it does, what it doesn't do, things like that. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm having fun with it, still learning a lot of stuff with it, tweaking the settings here and there, seeing if I can get a squeak a little bit better sound out of it. I have found the, the, the noise gate. So now it won't sound like I'm an asthmatic while we're talking, or at least not as much. So <laughs> there is that. And, but at the same time, you may still catch the occasional deep breath that I'm, that I make as we're, uh, as we're doing a, doing the show, but also wanted to point out October 14th is coming up, guys. If you are wanting to try out coaching, see what coaching is about. I would love to be able to actually coach you or everybody who signs up and requests to be coached is going to get coached. It's not going to be a, Oh, well for one hour, I'm going to coach everybody within an hour. If I end up getting 30 people in there and I end up coaching you for 30 minutes apiece, and I'm here for, you know, 12 hours, we're going to do 12 hours worth of coaching. I mean, the only drawback is that I would like to be able to record these, so that I can share them out so you might come up with a with a with a problem that is not you know embarrassing or if there if there is something that that you're having a problem with so there there is that little caveat but if you're having a problem say you've got a boss who's just you know just doesn't seem to get off your stop busting your hump how do you handle that that boss well we can talk about ways to to handle it so october 14th 10 o'clock just go to relaxedmail.com forward slash try coaching if you want like or if you're interested in being coached and if you're not well maybe you'll see other people being coached and this will this will inspire you to to come out and and try it and try the coaching out got a couple people who have signed up so let's see if we can get get a few more in here now So, let's go ahead and let's jump on into the main topic, the main event of the day, (laughs) and that is being offended. And actually, more along the lines of the art of not being offended. Because being offended, getting offended by anything, that is incredibly easy to do. And we're going to get into why it's so easy. But first off, I I like the definitions of words. I like to know what a word actually means. And for that, being offended here means the feeling of expressing hurt, indignation, or (laughs) irritation, I can't talk today, because of a perceived wrong or insult. And that is the key point right there. Perceived wrong. You perceived to be wronged, or you perceived to be insulted. And that is the root of all the whole problem. Now, the act of being offended is almost is actually used as a weapon these days, and the problem is that, like anything used as a weapon, using it too much it becomes useless. All right, telling somebody going running around acting offended causes, especially people like me, I, and I'll let you know I am I am a Generation X, I am Gen Xer all the way. And we just, you go off and get offended. We're going to tell you just to build a bridge and get the hell over it. And it doesn't bother us so much that you're offended. Yeah, we try to not step on people's emotions, though that's actually technically not possible. But we we don't want to go off and create a, a storm of emotions. Yet a lot of the younger kids these days, make it very easy to do so. And that's the deal that we are running into. That's the problem that we're seeing a lot of the other, other folks who are stomping around being offended at the slightest little offense. And it's all because of what is causing us to become offended by what is it that, why is offended being offended, getting, uh, getting uh indignant on things getting so out of hand. Well, the reason why being offended is so out of control is one, we have barred ourselves from any type of sensitive topics. For the longest time you always heard don't talk about religion or politics at the dinner table. Well maybe that's the problem. One of the big issues that we ran into, we played nice with everybody else at the at the thanksgiving dinner table for so long that our kids our younger kids gen z and and uh gen y didn't understand that discourse is actually a good thing you can actually have discussions i mean we had some serious discussions when growing up we had we heard adults having disagreements and saw that they could actually have disagreements without yelling, without all the extra emotions of going, oh, I'm a victim here. And that's the big thing is, again, it boils down to playing the victim. When you become offended, you are the victim. Somebody said something that that caused you to have a thought that kid that and that f- thought is something that you actually agree with though you don't want to agree with too many of those guys people especially guys who are getting offended it's because they're nice guys they're they're the nice guy syndrome plagued with the nice guy syndrome they're throwing fits because they're not getting what they want They're caught co- their covert contracts aren't Kicking in like they're supposed to. They, well, if I do this and if I don't say anything mean, then this person should not say anything mean to me. Oh my God. He's so upset. So something mean to me. How dare he? And you get all bent out. Well, you didn't ha- just because you don't want a person to respond in a, in an angry tone to you doesn't mean that the other person has to respond in kind. That might be something that you would like. To, to be done, talked about, or not be talked about. And that might be something that you would like, and it might be even considered polite. But that, again, what is pol- being polite? What our idea of of being of a polite conversation isn't the same as what somebody like in Great Britain, their the idea of a polite conversation is completely different than what, the, what us Americans have. Nor is it the same as when you're, you know, over in India or even Japan or any things like that. You know, folks in Japan, they, they keep the voice down. <laughs> and us Americans, we are kind of boisterous and we take pride in the fact that we are larger. We like to be larger than life. And so that can, I can see how a clash of cultures can be a problem. But at the same time, do you have to be offended at the fact that? somebody asked you to quiet down or somebody even disagrees with you. We'll get people get offended just because of a simple disagreement. They say that there's 824 and one third genders out there. And then there's those of us who go along and go, no, there's only two and just they lose their top and, and all of a sudden you've got blue hair right and raining down around you because you know, They couldn't handle the fact that you actually had a disagreement. And the fact that we had so many of the get along gang running around us when we in between when we were had grown up, gotten out of the house to now that we we've stopped kids and young adults from understanding, hey, we can have we can have discourse. We can we can argue without you needing to blow up. And we, and that's also. I mean, you've had got the the college teachers too, who also throw a have a hand at this because I mean, they if you don't agree with them with what they're saying or you have a different opposing view because we were brought up thinking that college is a institution where we can share ideas, but now it is more of a. I have my, uh, my line of thinking. If you don't like my line of thinking, that's fine. I can fail you for it. And so kids have been taught, if you don't like my line of thinking, I get, to, I have the right to throw a fit. And so it builds and it rolls over on itself and it has come uh, accumulated to the point to where it is right now. It, we have this just fit of, of, of emotion running around and that's, where I want to start. What is being offended? You being offended is a thought. They are wrong. They're wrong. That is just a thought in your head. That doesn't mean that's a fact. The, a fact would be they said that there are only two genders. We'll stick with that one just because it's fun and causes other people to, to get, you know, offended for the, for a thought. Because what we're doing when we talk, when we have discussions, when we have disagreements, we are just sharing thoughts. There's no facts mixed in there. And no, I'm not saying we're not sharing facts. The fact is that the sky is blue. That is, is it really? Is it really blue? Well, actually, there's nothing up there. What we're actually seeing is a bunch of light from the sun coming down, and it is hitting the nitrogen in the air and it is being diffused. And because the blue is being reflected as being diffused more than any of the other colors, we actually have a blue sky. So is the sky blue? Well, I see blue. And then you try to describe what that blue is. Well, it's a blue sky. Well, what is a blue sky? What is, what is blue in your definition? What is your term for being something being blue? And that is where we have to – our our discussions are not as concrete as we would like for them to be. Because if you're having a discussion with somebody and you share an idea and they disagree with that idea, they have the decision – that they have the ability to decide, hey, this is – I'm going to get – I'm going to explode on this or I am going to just – let it slide or I'm going to dispute and you have the choice. You can be angry about it or you can be blow up about it. And this is something whenever I'm feeling rather trolly and I'll admit that I do, there's times that I like to really get people worked up there for whatever reason, Facebook and their new algorithm set that they've done has recently thrown a whole bunch of communist (laughs) and socialist uh, Facebook pages Onto my feed for the relaxed mail. And so I I'll hop on there and be whenever you switch over to your, to the, uh, to the page, the relaxed mail pages, uh, profile, all of a sudden I start getting all these other pages for, you know, for complaining about how. Companies don't, uh, don't pay their, uh, their employees enough or landlords are getting rich while they're, while their tenants are staying broke and, you know, all these other things. And 90% of the time I can just go, eh, it's all right, whatever. And I can continue on, but ever so often I'll see one and that's just like, oh, I got to fight myself a little bit and like, oh no, 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 we're going to, we're going to talk about this and I'll jump in and I'll give my two, two cents and to watch people blow up, especially whenever I'm talking about homeless and the poor actually being homeless and poor because of their choices. They chose to be homeless and poor essentially is if I boil it all the way down, that's what I'm saying. And sometimes I'll say it just that bluntly just to watch people melt down because with thought, and I've shared that thought, and i shared it out. It's like, hey, and this is what it is. And watch people just, oh, my God, I can't believe it, and share, and you get people running around. Because I shared that thought, they're like, well, you're just a narcissist. They share call me a narcissist because I don't agree with what they're saying. So I'm obviously gaslighting them how I'm not 100% sure, but that's what they Want to think. And so the whole fact that they're just going off and just having this emotional meltdown, because I shared the thought that, yeah, the poor are poor because of the choices that they chose to make. It is easier for them to stay poor than to do the uncomfortable work of getting out of poverty. And it does. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of determination and willpower to just get off of the government tit, to stop receiving the welfare. And a lot of people do. They. I was in the same place whenever I was on. I had the kids were in the house and I was just getting into really making some decent money. Whenever I got to started working for Slumber there was a point where I still had two kids and I was me and Jana were. Just working our, you know, working what we could to make sure that we fed, but we were having help from, from the uh, from SNAPS, uh, Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, you know, food stamps is what it was. If we want to boil it down and really call a spade a spade, we were receiving food stamps. But the moment I made just enough money to where it cut me off, there was actually discussions of maybe I should quit so that we could stay on food stamps. And listen to the absurdity of that. I could either make more money and be off a of government system assist- assistance or I could just stay poor. It's easier to just stay poor than to knuckle under and instead of buying the really good type of bread and, you know, big chunks of meat, all of a sudden we're having to look instead of buying, you know, 97 uh three hamburger meat we're buying, you know, 70 30. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, you might go off and make a bake a big old meatloaf, and a third of it shrinks away by the time you're done. It's like, holy smokes, this is horrible. It's swimming in grease. It's like it's terrible. But yet that's we had to do that because once we got past that. Addiction, and that's what it is. Government assistance is just an addiction. And it keeps you keeps you playing small because if you get too big, you're going to get cut off. And oh my gosh, then you have to work even harder. And yeah, the left and the this socialists and communists will talk about, see, we shouldn't have to do that. Says who? That's a thought in itself. And so all these thoughts that we have are just thoughts. Actual facts are things like, I said this, I said that the poor are poor because they chose to. That's all. That's, that's the fact. That's the circumstance of the, uh, of the whole scenario. And because I said that other people will go and completely lose their mind. They get offended at the thought that I shared. I shared the thought poor are poor because they chose to be the problem that a lot of people actually have is that they instantly jump into emotional childhood. And that's what, that's what that whole thing is about is when you blow up like that, you're actually blowing up because other people have had a, had a thought and that thought didn't sync up with what you needed, what you wanted, what you were hoping to have. And you want them to say stuff that makes you feel good, makes you feel better, and you can't actually. You can't make a person feel better. That person who wants you to make them feel better, still, you can say all the things they want want you to say, and they can still be offended at the very fact that you already said the opposite before. So to be a to be able to stop being offended, you're going to have to first drop the whole emotional childhood thing and actually understand where your emotions actually come from so what do you need to do to actually stop being offended by everything well the first thing you're really going to need to do is understand what being offended means and that is that you have an unregulated thought and with your unregulated thought you're going to have the the emotions that are just out of control somebody says something that you don't agree with oh my god my oh this is hard, terrible this is horrible how kid how dare you do this horrible terrible thing to me blah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yet if you can actually get into emotional adulthood you actually get to start having more adult conversations you can actually stop being offended just because someone runs up to you and goes, there's 300 uh, three hundred genders out there. Uh, no, there's not. But, okay, you think what you want to think. And we, I, You know, you have the wherewithal within you to be able to hold on to your facts instead of just getting angry and mad and hulking out and all that other stuff. Another way that you can actually stop being offended is to use the line uh, from uh, – the seven habits of highly effective evil. And that is seek first to understand. Try to understand what, where the other people are coming from before you jump into the fact of trying to prove them wrong or trying to tell them wrong. Listen to what's being said. And when somebody has a retort, okay, great. Listen to that retort. God gave you two ears versus one mouth. You should be listening twice as much as you talk. And a lot of us, me included, <laughs> have a hard time actually doing that. And so, it's st- stopping yourself from talking is is tough. And I we actually had a uh, issue, not an issue, but I had a d- wonderful discussion with the wife today because I was li- watching a a YouTube video on the television, and it opened up a discussion between me and the wife. And I could have easily have gotten offended by something. She could have easily gotten offended by something. We came at the, came from a two different places, two different areas of our line of thinking, but we were able to share. And yeah, we got, I got loud. She got loud. We had a discussion. We had a disagreement and we had different opposing views. And this is all okay. Because we came to the end and it was just like, ah, oh, well, you know, okay. I've got my view. She's got her view. And whether you, uh, whether the one person agrees, we don't have to agree with each other. Even if we're married, I don't have to agree with everything she wants done or everything she believes. And why don't? And she doesn't have to believe everything that she, that I believe. And trust me, <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> and it's, it's great because we expose ourselves to different views just by actually having this discussion. If I was sat around worried that I was going to offend my wife, there would be no connection. Because part of the part of a connection is expressing your views, expressing your thoughts and going, Well, yeah, I agree with this. No, I don't agree with this. This is me and my, my world. And this is you in your world. And this is how we're going to do stuff. And we work and we build together. And when we're able to do that, then we do so much more with our lives. Our lives become more enriched when we don't become offended by. Every little thing that's said, can you go off and say, well, you're an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. You can actually say you're a moron. You're a jackass without being offended. And the person who just got called a jackass doesn't have to get offended. You actually have the choice to choose what emotion you're going to use. You just have to choose what thought you're going to employ whenever somebody says something atrocious or or horrible or terrible. I'm kind of one of those though. I do not, I'm highly against, you know, the, the whole church of Satan thing, but if we're free to practice Christianity, then the church of Satan technically is free to practice Satanism. And that's really sad that here that these people are wanting to practice that, but you know, that's, that's part of it. And I could, I could have easily, I could easily get offended by somebody saying, Oh, well, you know, Satanism's so much better because we got cookies or you know, whatever bullshit they like to say. But you can and they can actually, and I could actually go off and get just wildly offended. I mean, they're people, they do. They when it comes to religion, there are people who just completely lose their mind. They get lost in their thoughts and their emotions. I mean, we've got whole wars that were fought because of religion. Jerusalem. <laughs> changed quote unquote ownership multiple times. I mean, you've got religion at the base of, of Jerusalem right now of Israel is just, you know, who do you, who's got the, you know, the temple on the mount? Who's got that land? Who's in control of that land? Well, right now the Muslims, there's a lot of Christians who not happy with that, but you got to build a bridge. You got to get, learn to get over it. As I've said before. Now, something else, if you want to stop being offended, something else you can actually do is put yourself in the middle of other people who have the exact opposite thought that, that as to what you do. And it's kind of like, you know, immersion therapy (laughs) where you just, you get yourself buried into all the stuff that makes you uncomfortable. And the more uncomfortable you get, the better you become at being able to control your emotions because you're going to find out like, yeah, I can throw a fit, but all right. And it kind of, you know, exposure, yourself, exposing yourself to other views, harkens back to the seek first to understand, because if you are around a whole bunch of people who view the world completely different than what you do, you're going to start understanding why they see the world the way they do. Now, the other thing that seems to to happen when somebody gets offended is they want you to care that they care. All right. Say it's you know whether it's about abortion rights or it's about uh, Baptist being uh, being able to be Baptist or Catholics, Catholicing or whatever, or you know. Tran- transvestites being transvestites or gays being gays or whatever hot button topic men are not allowed to be men enough or women aren't allowed to be women enough and our are our are, are elephants swimming in the in in the swim team these days there's all these different things right know this little fact and i'm going to say this is a fact though technically it's actually just a thought <laughs> nobody really cares all right the only most important person in a discussion is the other person who's talking back at you. All right. They're, they are the most important person in their world. For me, the most important person in the world is me. I really don't care whether the alphabet people get what they want. All right. Whether they think that they need to have allow boys to swim in girls' teams or girls need to swim in boys' teams. It doesn't flipping matter and that is what the key the the whole crux of everything of everybody getting offended nobody cares i don't care you don't care all right what i'm saying right now actually doesn't even uh, you're not going to listen to this you're not going to care what i'm saying unless you can actually equate it to yourself if you don't care, then you're not gonna to listen to the show. You're not gonna watch the uh, watch the YouTube video. You're not going to do anything unless you actually care about what I'm saying. So does no one really caring? Yeah. No one cares that you think the, you know, that somebody has a gender dysphoria type of, of illness. Or if they just think it's really hip and cool that they actually become, you know, the opposite sex. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. I don't care. The issue I, the part that I really care about is why are you taking, trying to draw little children in here? They don't even, they don't even really care what their dangling is about. All right. They just know what they pee out of. And when they touch it, it feels funny. That's all they really know. Other than that, the whole world of there being a use for that, other than a peeing straw, it is beyond what they, what one, what they need to know. Two, it's not important. They don't even care. The whole reason why they start trying to care is because they have a teacher running around going, this is something you need to care about. And they're kids. They're little children. They don't give a rat's butt. But since an adult is telling them this is something important, they want to make it important to them. They want to be helpful. That is in the human condition. That's the human world. And with that, you also want to understand that you are not the most important person in the room. That other person you're talking to, to them, they are the most important person in the room. You do not matter in the grand scheme of things. Your purpose in the world is to find your purpose and to live your purpose to your terms. Your wife, her purpose is to find her purpose and to live her life on her terms. Your children's purpose is to find their purpose and to live their purpose and to live their life on their terms. And in doing so, we become better people. And that's what draws and makes life so wonderful and so great and so rich is when we start allowing other people to have their own views, to have their own own way of being, to let the capitalist be capitalist. And if you want to be a socialist, okay, but stop trying to force the capitalist to be, be socialist because it doesn't work. We have our different views. You can sit down and you can say that everybody is horrible and mean to you. And guess what? No one's going to give a rat's behind about you. All because you have to make the decision yourself. When you do that, life becomes so much better. So guys with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. If you found anything in this episode, great <laughs> in some form, fashion or another, that sounded really, uh, really rough. So, but anyhow, if you found anything in this episode to be, to resonate with you, to find it, uh, inf- informative, helpful in some way, then please take this episode, share it out with your friends, share it out with your family. You know, some, a band of brothers who might be, find themselves getting offended by some weird, something weird, or they they blow their top at, uh, because you know, they see something, I don't know. <laughs> My brain's drawing a blank at the moment, but you know, see something that just always sets them off. The current, uh, the proper or not the proper term, it's highly improper um, um, term, but you know, people who go off and get them, allow themselves to be triggered. Uh, they allow themselves to be activated is a better way to say it. But those people who will get triggered really easily, this is an episode that would do them real good. Now, granted, it's probably going to set them off and that's fine. That's cool. But you've done what you've done. So share this out with your friends, your family, send it as a text message. You can, all the, all our pod these days have some type of means of sharing it out with other people. Share this out with those that you care about, share them out with your, in your Facebook and Twitter and threads and, and take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, share it out. Let people know that there is a, a movement out there. There's a group of men who are out to change the world. We are making life better, we're making life more more solid and instead of being so fluidy and 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 things like that, we can actually because we have strong men, we can t- actually go from having some weak men creating bad times we can go from to bad times creating the the good men the good men creating the good times we can be the good man creating good times. But what we have to do is we have to start banding together. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. Subscribe to the show, subscribe, follow on your podcast app of choice, and we'll, it will be delivered here each and every Thursday. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. Y'all take care until next week. Bye.